Hi everyone, Anthony Fantano here, internet's busiest music nerd, newest episode of the Needle Drop Podcast, a very special episode where I have invited on two of my fellow YouTube-based music reviewers, and uh, we are essentially going to be talking about some music reviewer shit together. Kind of just talking about our respective styles and approaches to talking about different albums, and uh, just what we think of music Currently today, just all the stuff all the kids are listening to. We have a uh, Mr. Big Quint Indeed, who I will link you down to in the description mm-hmm. box. Hey, Quint, how you doing? How's it going? Good. And we also have Richard, a.k.a. Mr. Here Lies Music. He has some of the shortest album reviews on, on the planet. I believe they've made it into the Guinness Book of World Records as shortest album reviews. That's true. Yeah, they have. That's Thanks fantastic. Well. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I, th- I think I might have longest with some some of my reviews have been like over 20 minutes it's ridiculous and and then you come in and you do them so short and i'm just like you know what that's that's like really all that needed to be said (laughs) right that's super dope could be saving so much time anthony (laughs) i know okay well all right so let's uh let's 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 get into what you guys do exactly so uh quint starting with you um you're not really sort of um a reviewer who sort of takes the approach that I do. You listen to the record over and over and over, and then you kind of, and I know you've done this before, but um, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you sit and you wait and you write and you contemplate, you're kind of like reacting to the stuff live right there in front of us on camera. And you know what, like in your experience or so far, like what has sort of been the advantage to that? You know, you, you love people just kind of seeing your reactions to these tracks. Oh yeah. Basically what I do, man, is I usually just, at that initial second, at that initial moment when I'm listening to a track, mm. how do I feel in that moment? Yeah. You know, how does that track make me feel? Does it, you know, do I like the beat? Do I like the structure? Do I like how the, you know, artist is delivering his lyrics? You know, stuff like that. And I react accordingly to that as genuinely as humanly possible, you know? So if I don't like, you know, a track, you know, I don't get much of a reaction. It's honest. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, with, with <laughs> me, usually when I'm listening, just... I if if I were to film myself listening, I'd probably look really boring. But <laughs> but then I'm just like super animated later when I'm talking about it, and I'm super excited, okay. and I've kind of just like unpacked everything about the album in my mind. But just like oh, right yeah. there while you're listening to the album, you're like, woo! You know, oh, you're yeah. just like you're you're, you're really just you're really just going for it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Let's, you got to make it entertaining, man. Well, it's I like uh, to imagine my... that you uh, you react to music that way, even when you're not recording oh, I, yourself. Too. That's a funny. That's a funny thing. It's funny you actually uh, brought that up because my friends were actually uh, telling me, "Yo, you need to start react. Uh, what's it? Filming your reactions." That's how it actually started off. And I said, "You know what? Fuck it. Let me go ahead and just you know do me on take on Gabe." And you know, well, that's the know, thing. <laughs> when I started seeing your videos, it was like this. This guy's not like putting this on. You know, this no, this, man, this, 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 this seems this, like. Yeah, it's what's it's one hundred percent real, man. I don't act. You know, if I don't like it, I let it be known immediately. So it's but, it's, uh, it's interesting because the thing is, like the the review is actually just like your raw reaction right raw there. Reaction. Like you might yep. comment on some of the stuff, but just like mm-hmm. people actually seeing you super disappointed mm-hmm. or super excited is just like mm-hmm. more than yes. you know a bunch of words could yeah. say. Exactly, and that's that's usually why I do this, and that's why I love doing that because you know I could show you better than I could tell you. Sure, you sure, I mean? sure. So. That's what I usually do. I'm comfortable doing like that. That's my style, really. All right, and uh, and, and and Richard, I, your your reviews are a little bit more like mine in that they are thought out before you hop on the camera. But you're <laughs> super <laughs> duper brief <laughs> to the point where you're you're putting out. I, I don't think you've done a review that's over 25 seconds yet. 
No, no. I think my longest one is 20 seconds. Yeah. And uh, people were pissed about that. I, I saw. And, and what people? <laughs> like, what people are pissed? Well, yeah, right? I don't know why. I, I don't know. It's a 20 I, second one. That's awesome. I, I don't know. I think uh, I've I set a standard for myself of, like, 15 seconds or less. And, and, and if and I this go is, 16 and keep in mind, more, this is like, this what is, is he doing? This is 15 minutes plus intro and outro music. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so, so you've also got to account for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Hours of writing and preparation before every video. Oh, of course, clearly. of course. Well, I mean, but, uh, I, I imagine you just kind of like laboring over that one sentence to say, and it kind of seems like you're looking for a combination of I need this to I need this to explain how I feel, but I also need it to be kind of like this witty one line joke that people will laugh at just instantaneously. Uh, that, yeah, that's kind of the challenge I, I try to apply. I, I don't know. I, I, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I think most of the time it's, it is kind of like Quinn's thing. Like I, I try to kind of uh, elaborate or even exaggerate sometimes like my initial just like gut reaction to a record mm-hmm. and try to make a joke out of it if I can. Um. I know that Quint, you you, you reviewed uh, the Free Wheezy album, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, uh, uh, I I caught your review of it, uh, a little mm-hmm. bit of it, and um, I caught Richard's review, and um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I remember your reactions. But then also just like Richard doing a review where he was like, "Man, uh, uh, I, I'd make these reviews really short, but sometimes I feel like I have more to say than Little Wayne." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's 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 just interesting to sort of see both of your approaches to to mm-hmm. this stuff. Um, I, I remember uh, when when I was first starting out, I tried doing the reaction thing, and and not that you know I was reacting in the way that you were. I wasn't. Um, I was just kind of like you know a lot of chin scratching and sort of commenting as the song is going along. Yeah. And yeah. you know, and and at that time, I remember a lot of my initial reactions that people were sort of saying in the comments were like, "Dude, why don't you just shut the fuck up and let the song play, and, and <laughs> yeah, then talk right. about it when it's done?" And I was just yeah, like, "I've got that. I've gotten that too." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but but the thing is like. It just kind of works for you. I mean, so 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 you've gotten that comment, and oh yeah. I mean, obviously, I saw that comment, and I thought like eh, maybe they got a point. But you've seen that comment, yeah. and you're just like, no, this is the way I do this. You know, that's how I do this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I don't like how I. That's a part of my reaction, though. Really, if I have something to say in the middle of a reaction, it's usually going to be something you know that's from the heart. Sure. You know what I mean? Like if I'm not feeling something, or if I need to point out something, that is a part of my initial reaction. Mm-hmm. So if I has to be said at that moment, I go ahead and say it. But you know, I usually try to refrain not say, uh, saying anything, but, you know, if I have to say something, it's just going to have to happen. Well, you know? well what's interesting about what you're doing is, like, I, I feel like it goes against this idea that people will put out there, but I don't necessarily feel like is totally the truth, that mm. um, in order to really enjoy the music, you got to let it digest, dude. You got to let it digest. Yeah, yeah, that's, you can't, that, I don't, you can't I don't, just, like, <laughs> you know, be reacting yeah. and reviewing just, like, in the, right. in the middle of the record playing. But you're just, like, right. you're just putting the first reaction Dude, out there. That's, that's the first reaction. See, the first reaction is probably the most important because the first reaction kind of reminds you, yo, I like this track. Sure. You know, let me go ahead and listen to it again and again. You know, of course, you got to let some things digest. But the moment you actually listen to a song within the first, I think, maybe a minute, maybe even less, it actually determines if you like the song or not. You know how it's going, beat wise. You know what the person is talking about, what the subject matter is. You can, you know, take that in within the first couple of minutes of, of a song, in my opinion. So, or at least for me, it takes me a first couple of minutes. Absolutely. I mean, then, you know, especially since 
you know, a, a lot of the stuff that we're reviewing revolves around mm-hmm. these sort of pop song structures with verses yeah, and choruses. Absolutely. And, you know, absolutely. if you don't love the first verse and chorus, what are the yeah. chances that the, the, the next verse and chorus are going to impress you? Right. Um, and, exactly. and not that songs can't grow on you, but the mm-hmm. thing is, mm-hmm. while people may put out that idea that, oh, man, you got to let it digest, how you're listening to the music, that's how everybody's fucking listening to that's it. Exactly. That's exactly, exactly how everybody else is deciding exactly. whether or not they like the record. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Richard. Yeah. Tell me, and I I don't think you you did this because it's a little late at this point, but hypothetically, how in short of a time would you be able to review To Pimp a Butterfly? (laughs) Would you you be able to stick to that, to to, to stick to that 20 second mark? I... uh... I already did review Pimp to Pimp Butterfly. Did you? Oh, yeah, you're you right. Yeah. Yes, you said it's perfect. Yes, <laughs> you it's did. Wow. <laughs> and How that long was, was that one, though? It was about, uh, I can look, maybe three seconds, yes, four seconds. Said, <laughs> yes, you, say, he said, he said, it's perfect, accept it. <laughs> oh, fucking awesome. You said it's perfect, <laughs> accept it. That's that's true. That's true. Oh, man. That's that's funny. The moment that it came awesome. out of my mouth, I remembered that you reviewed it. And I just remembered what the fuck you said. I remember, <laughs> like, your initial cool. reviews when I came across them. I watched them, like, over and over and over and over. Like, <laughs> but, the, but, but having said that, like, um... If if you could say more about that record, sort of right here during this conversation, okay. so, sort of what would it be? Because the thing is, I know that you have people listening right now who watch your reviews, and while they may think that you're funny and that your reviews have a certain style to them, I mean, I've had people in the in the Rap Genius forum making threads that are like, hey, Anthony, how do you feel about Here Lies Music? He made a channel like six months ago, and he's already fucking better than you, dude. Oh, like, no way. <laughs> like, you, you, you have people who are super into what you're doing, but I imagine... Imagine these people would, would like to hear, at least here, sort of uh, in, in a longer <laughs> format, sort of what, what you've thought about that record and maybe a few others. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, that record, I think, was a kind of unique one in that it was such like a huge, like, essentially like a piece of high art that everybody had an opinion about. Mm. Yeah. And it all well from what i saw about it and like i'm kind of going off topic from like the music itself but like just people's reactions to it it seemed like so many people wanted to have like a contrarian opinion about it like they they didn't yeah. want to just admit that it was perfect when i mean just at first listen even if you don't like some of the hooks or the like some of the uh the melodies there are some pretty sour songs on it that like aren't traditionally Mm-hmm. Or they don't uh, appeal like a traditional ear, you yeah, know. But, yeah, absolutely. Well, I, but, I, uh, I think he's uh, got to like accept that it's that he's doing something really profound. Mm-hmm. At least in my experience, the more the more popularity anything gathers on the internet, the more hate it's simultaneously oh, yeah, going man. to gather oh. too. For sure, you yeah. A, you live in a hate generation, man. It, it's cool to hate nowadays, you know, especially with something that's different. You know, what I mean? yeah, it's so like easy. That, you know, to. It's, it's so easy to you know because every a lot of people were expecting, you know, um, Good Kid, Mad City too when it came to Kendrick. You know, they weren't expecting a uh, to pimp a butterfly. They were expecting Absolutely. sixteen tracks of do 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 do, and that and that's what they were going to you know be happy with. But they didn't get that. They got something a lot different. You know, a lot more meaning behind it. But the, but the thing about cool. this record is though, I think it has attracted Kendrick fans sort of outside of the hip hop circle. Yeah. Which yeah. 
I think the only reason it did that is because he sort of took the risks that he did and he just did a stylistically different album. Oh, it's a huge risk, especially someone as popular as Kendrick Lamar after Good Kid, Mad City. I mean, so, it would have been so easy to make, like like Quinn said, Good Kid, Mad City too, and be huge right. so, forever. So do you guys think that sort of this album is a, a signifier of that artists should be less afraid to take risks, that labels should be less afraid to take risks because they pay off? Or, uh, you know, is this just the one time that it actually worked and it actually paid off and it was actually right. good because I feel like sometimes this record was great. Loved it. I think it's an amazing album, but I think oftentimes we're sort of told the story that, Oh, risks don't work. Risky music doesn't work. Experimental right. music doesn't work. Changing right. things doesn't work. I mean, we're told that story more than we mm-hmm. actually hear changes and risks. True. Totally. True. True. But, uh, I mean, let's look like this, uh, ASAP Rocky, his new album, mm. uh, that was kind of going outside of his boundaries, I felt. Mm. Um, and I don't know exactly the uh, album sales that he's gotten, but I know that at first, you know, listen, I didn't really, you know, feel it all that much. I actually said it was, uh, what's the name? Probably one of his, you know, lesser projects. Mm. But uh, as I'm listening to him more and more, it's actually starting to grow on me. Mm. And uh, I'm actually starting to appreciate it for, you know, for what it is. It's, you know, him, you know, going outside of his boundaries. And I appreciate that. And I actually like you know, a lot of the, you know, a, lot, a huge majority of the album, as a matter of fact. And, you know, I think that uh, if artists want to go outside their uh, boundaries, I mean, I think they should. And they shouldn't, you know, feel, you know, uh, hesitant to do so because, you know, that's a part of their growth. You know what I mean? Totally. So I feel that, you know, they should, you know, definitely, you know, not, you know, be afraid to step outside the comfort zone because, you know, depending on, you know, their fan base, you know, they'll follow regardless. So, so totally. Give, given your review style, how often do you sort of find yourself in this situation where you do have it, sort of second thoughts on a record? It happens sometimes. It does happen sometimes. Um, I'd say uh, ASAP Rockies is probably the only one this year hmm. that I felt that if, in fact, I'd give it another final verdict, it might be a little bit different. Hmm. It would be a little bit different, but... um. Uh, yeah, it does happen sometimes, not too much so, like you know, ASAP Rockies, but it does happen from time to time. All right, so a, a question I want to get into with both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so what review, out of all the reviews you've done so far, has <laughs> gathered you the most hate? Uh, <laughs> oh, R- Richard, Richard, you uh-huh. can start with this one. Which, which review has, have, have people hated the mm-hmm. most that you've ever put out? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, Jeez, I don't know. Hmm. I don't really know off the top of my head. I'm like looking through my videos right now. Trying yeah, right. To... <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> I I had kind of a uh, like a mixed opinion about my opinion on the new uh, Titus Andronicus record. Mm. I think that's another one. It's just like it's such a big album that I think people are just inclined to love it just from the ambition alone. Sure, absolutely. But, uh, I mean, that, the, when I I just put out my review for that, and honestly, like yeah. I was I was talking to my friend who who is also conscious of your channel, and uh, you know, while while I did say everything that I had to say about that album, uh, mm-hmm. I think in a way 
it, it, how I felt about the record did sort of boil down to exactly what you said. I mean, the, <laughs> there, there are things that I think I really enjoy about the record, whether it be the concept mm-hmm. and whether it be some of the instrumentation, but I think some of the vocals and the performances really take away from the mm. album. I mean, it really gets kind of grating after a while. And we're talking oh, about dude. a 90-minute record. Mm. Right, an hour and a half of bad voice. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, made it, I, I made it kind of rude in my video, and I kind of felt bad about it because Patrick from Titus Andronicus actually saw it and like tweeted at me. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't realize anyone would actually watch this. <laughs> well, I, I kind of feel like the, what, one of the hard things that I sort of see you dealing with in your reviews is that I, I kind of feel like it's uh, – and I, and I know you've had your positive reviews, but I kind of feel mm-hmm. like in a way – your format sort of lends itself to dismissiveness sometimes oh, because totally. it's, it's so easy to just be like, yeah, this is boring. <laughs> you know, and just like, and just have it be done. Oh, um, yeah, whereas like, it's a lot more fun too. And, 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 and I think, and I think it's funny, you know, but people who are huge fans of the record and people who have made the record, you know, might see that review and catch feels over it. Mm. Right, and that's totally valid. To be fair, uh, Patrick from Titus Andronicus had a good sense of humor about it, and like he laughed it off. But like, no, you're right. And I, I even find myself when I'm listening to new albums, I, I and I got to stop doing this because I'm catching it more often lately. Is that mm. like on my first listen, I'll be more inclined to hate it just because I know I'll have a better reaction to it. You're just I, you're just such uh, a jaded bastard. <laughs> I'm just jaded now, and I gotta I gotta clear my mind or like yeah. take a week off or something because that's not the way I like to approach. You're music, jaded now, and you and you just started doing ten I second reviews. Started. I know. I, I my combined like internet filmography is probably the length of one of your videos. <laughs> <laughs> um, with, with, with you, Quint, um, what, what review have you done? Maybe even early on or just all time in your, in your catalog Man, have, did, have people think, just sort of reacted negatively to, or just didn't see eye to eye with you? I think, uh, what's the, it's not really, uh, what's the album like review. It's a track review. Okay. With, uh, what's uh, charged up by Drake. Oh, okay, so that was very that's probably, recent. Like that's very recent. Like I didn't really. I was okay. I basically thought it was a warning shot. I didn't think it was a diss track. Yeah. You know, as far as you know, really going at him hard. Of course, there were some punches and jabs in there. You know, when it comes, you know, what Drake was saying subliminally, but it wasn't really you know a hard diss track or a hard diss track that I think he was capable of doing until you, of course, it kind of proved by pointing back to back. So. A lot of people didn't think that uh, I was listening to the lyrics for some reason. Every time I do these reactions, and they don't really uh, agree with what I'm saying. You know, I'm rather talking too much, or uh, or I'm not listening to the lyrics. You know, hard enough for some reason. But that one was, you know, probably the most hate I've got this year. Well, I mean that that track it does it does require a few listens to kind of get yes, into all of the all of what Drake is trying to put across. But the thing is, like for for today's rap listener what Drake did there definitely qualifies as a diss track. He's Mm -hmm. just such a subliminal guy. Yeah. He's not this dude who is going to be calling people out so blatantly, despite the fact that he came out with two tracks, you know? And the thing is, we know who he's talking about. We know what he's referencing. And, uh, and, and even with all of this being assembled together so clearly, Drake is just super subtle about it. And his, his name, Meek's name hasn't even come out of his mouth. Exactly. And that's kind of the thing that I was saying. It was just it was just kind of just not my, you know, ideal, uh, 
I guess thought on you know a this track basically. I didn't really feel that it was just that and hard. Was was back to back any more exciting for you? Uh, yeah. For some of the fact that he's more I guess direct in this one. It's not really you know sublime. There was bars and it you know I mean <laughs> Twitter figures you know trigger figures you know stuff like that. He he just he did his thing in that one. Mm. It kind of caught my ear a lot more than um what's the name charged up did. Mm. I felt that you know if you know it was cool. I like how he did it kind of you know just. The fact that he actually, you know, put out charged up as a warning shot, and then he actually started shooting, you know, fire, you know, firing shots at me, which was dope in my opinion. But other than that, you know, I felt that back to back was definitely the hardest out of the two. Richard, have you been following all this that's that's been going on as far as Drake and, and Meek Mill? Uh, I'm ashamed to say that I, I've been left behind on this one. I I, I want I read the headlines and stuff, but I haven't actually listened to the tracks. Well, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's sort <laughs> of it fun. Is, it's fun, but it's yeah. kind of like a really a waste of time. Honestly, it's really over some stupid crap. Honestly, I mean, Meek Mills was you know butthurt that Drake didn't you know tweet out his album, and it's kind of stupid. I mean, he, he's a grown man; he doesn't need to you know. <laughs> Is that really what it's about? Basically, when it boils down, <laughs> that's what it's looking like. It's looking like he didn't tweet out his album, and he was kind of hurt by that. that and. Uh, yeah. Then he, you know, basically said that Drake didn't uh, write his own raps and Quinn Miller was the one behind him. He's a ghostwriter for him. And it's just a bunch of real, you know, foolishness. I just wanted to see the shit blow up, honestly. It was, no, it's fun. But that, yeah, it's really fun. that is a huge problem, I got to yeah. say, in oh, the world today, <laughs> not getting out other people's albums. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, I, I, think, I think what had him even more sensitive about the situation is that. Yeah, he didn't tweet out his rap album, but the thing is Drake appeared on his rap album and he somehow knew and, and maybe, you know, everybody sort of opened oh. about he, he, everybody sort of opened about this kind of thing in the industry. Okay. Drake didn't write his verse for his record. And if I were Meek, I could maybe see myself being unhappy about that. Like you don't mm. you don't think my album is special enough for you to write your own thing. Right. Like you need to pay okay. somebody else to write a verse for you for my record. Like <laughs> I'm having you on my record because I want to get you, not you just kind oh. of saying something else somebody wrote. Mm-hmm. True, true. And that's a good point. And so I think Meek just took it to Twitter to be like, oh hey, Drake doesn't write his own raps. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and meanwhile, I don't think he stopped to think that nobody would care because right. that's, that's kind of how everybody <laughs> reacted. You know, he just looked, he just looked ridiculous because Drake fans are going to stick with Drake through and through. Oh so, yeah. Uh, because you know, only Drake can be Drake. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's, there's not a lot of whole, a whole lot of at least worthwhile competition in his lane. You know, there's nobody sort of hot on his tail sort of, uh, 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 you know, just about to surpass him as far as sounding like him oh, yeah. um, or sort of catering to the audience that he does. And as a result, Meek just looked kind of ridiculous because for Drake fans, it's not really about whether or not he's the hardest or most lyrical or most authentic rapper. It's really about how much of an entertainer he is. Yeah, pop up. Yeah, you know, totally. You know, dude, you know, dude does his thing. I mean, regardless, people are going to follow him. It is what it is. So for but, for the rest of the year, what records are you guys sort of most excited to hear, most excited to review, even if it's, you know, just a few days from now? I want to see. Well, of course, the weekend for me yep. is a big one. Yeah, yeah. You've, but, uh, you've you've had some. I mean, if I if I'm correct, I mean, pretty much every review you've done with him. I mean, yeah, he just, he just uh, hits that started, spot for you. Yeah, my 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 reaction reviews actually started with the weekend. Mm. Uh, was my actually my first review that I did and put online, where uh, I showed my reaction to was to Thursday to his mixtape, mm. 
And um, that's what caught fire because he actually put it on his Tumblr. Oh, back really? In the day. And then, yeah, and then that stuff, you know, started <laughs> basically festering up. So, uh, yeah, he kind of has kind of first in line, in my opinion, just out of respect for him. He's the reason why I'm doing this in the first place. And for music, kind of reminded me, you know, how passionate I am about music in the first place, really. And, uh, which is pretty cool. For sure. How, how did you take his newest track where he sort of took that poppier direction on uh, Can't Feel My Face? I like I like that. I actually really like that. Um, it's it's funny because a lot of people are split about it. Mm. You know, cause, you I know, liked it too. I thought there. it was good. I like. Yeah, I thought it was dope. I thought that um, man, he dapped up MJ somehow, man, and you know went to work. It yeah. was just it was pretty dope how he did that. Um, it's of course because he comes from you know uh, alternative R and B type feel. You know, a lot of people may not you know respect that as much. Mm. I guess you know going to a more pop feel, but um. I, for one, respected for the simple fact that he was already showing that in like Kiss Land and stuff. It was kind of, you know, going that direction in the first place, mm. if that makes any sense. But um, yeah, I actually really like the, the, how the, you know, production is and that. I like his lyrics, you know, he's still there and his vocals are right. So I'm not mad at him, not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard, anything you're sort of excited about coming up around the corner? Yeah, there's a couple. I, I'm really just like fanboy, like stoked for the uh, new Battles record. Me too, dude. I really love that band, and I don't know. I I was a huge fan of Gloss Drop, and I I have high hopes for uh, the new one. Another record that people just sort of uh, uh, really kind of dogpiled onto in a negative way sometimes. Yeah, and sometimes I don't I don't know if it's just actually not as good as I think it is, or if I I don't know. Like <laughs> the, the vocal uh, majority of people who don't like that record. Uh, you know, make me make me question it, but I, I love it. I love it. I, I, I do too. I mean, it was one of my favorite records of the year when it came out. But the thing is, I mean, I I think that's what's great about sort of what social media has allowed sort of music fans to do, and just sort right. of you know come out and have these opinions and not sort of be these you know stuffy pieces of shit who think they're better than everybody else. I mean, you know, we're actually in a position where. Uh, our viewers can kind of psych us out a little bit, you know, if, if yeah, they have strong enough of an opinion. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, that's so true. That and so it feels true. wrong a little bit because you want to you wanna feel like you have the strongest opinion and nobody can shake what you think about this thing. But <laughs> like, it's just not the case sometimes. But I, I do stand my ground on, on Gloss Drop. I think it's a great record. Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes one of my favorite things to do is I, I will go on um, – uh, rate your music, which is this website where people can just sort of write their own music reviews. It's like completely user generated music reviews. Mm-hmm. And I will just go on there and read the most nasty negative reviews of my favorite records of all time. Like nothing that's come out recently, like <laughs> st- stuff from stuff from the nineties and the eighties and the two thousands and, you oh, know, yeah. tons, tons uh-huh. of reviews that are just like, you know, David Byrne sounds like an epileptic loser and, you know, can't sing for <laughs> shit or, you know, Oh, this is just like more hip hop garbage. And, you know, like, <laughs> Like all this kind of stuff. Yeah, um, those, yep. uh, always so, one, man. Always one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, sometimes I just like seeing negative reactions to <laughs> records that I like because it's just so funny to just sort of see how other people are reacting to shit. Oh, so, totally. Not a lot of people could do that, though, you know. Not in today's, you know, society. A lot of people are more, you know, real firm with their beliefs, it seems. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the, some, <laughs> the, while the internet can take those negative reactions and opinions and, and sort of put them on your doorstep. People will also sort of use the internet to just reinforce everything that they think and just only true, expose true themselves to things that they like. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, absolutely. I, I was just going to say, I also think that people online, like 
due to anonymity, have so much more confidence in the way they express their opinions too. And like, mm. especially if I look at a review that somebody writes about an album that I love, mm. and it's just like, if you love this record, you're fucking stupid. You can't like, <laughs> like, like oh, Those dang, this guy ones, knows yeah. what he's talking about. Cause right. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I would love to yeah, see, I would love right. to see these people. I, intellect, man. I would love right. to see these people actually come on camera and give those same fucking reviews. Right. <laughs> Honestly, just like get on camera, let us see your face and face to face. Tell me that if I love this record, I'm fucking stupid. Right. You know, exactly. because right. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I, I tell us how you really feel, you know, you know, and, and that's kind of why I like hopping on camera because I kind of feel like, I don't know. And even though, even though nobody is, is in front of me, I kind of feel like in a way it's a bit of a reality check. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can't, oh, yeah. you can't, you can't bullshit and pretend like something is the greatest thing ever, but yet you can't mm-hmm. also bullshit and pretend like something's the worst thing ever. All right. Definitely. Yeah. That's so true. And, and, so true. and you have to, and because, you know, you don't want somebody to kill you, right. uh, you have to kind of keep a little civil, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, are, are any of these things that sort of, I mean, both of you guys, you know, have your respective audiences. I mean, what kind of things mm-hmm. pop into your head when you're about to drop a review and you're like, oh, how, how are people going to react to this? You know, because that's, that's ultimately what you're doing. I mean, you're doing it for mm-hmm. the fans, for you know? Yeah. <laughs> I try, the way that I try to block that out is to be as honest as humanly possible. Like, if I could say to myself, I was being honest when I was saying this yeah. or how I'm reacting, then I'm good. You know, I'm doing right by my fans. You know, I don't want I don't think my fans would want to see me or my followers want to see me, you know, sitting there acting, you know. Yeah, because ultimately you know, they, there's they'll... no shame in just saying how you really feel. Right. Absolutely. Totally. Absolutely. I think that totally comes through with your videos, too, Quint. I, yeah. Like when I'm watching, I'm like, dang, this is a very authentic oh, yeah. reaction to this I, thing. I, I'm telling you, I try to keep it as honest as possible, man, because there's a lot of, you know, a lot of fake ones out there and i just i don't want to be a part of that you know what i mean totally. i want to just i want to do what i do you know mm-hmm. and you know stay true to my you know the people who watch me mm-hmm. you know? um I, yeah so aside from the the weekend with you quint and uh mm-hmm. pat pat stickles with uh with with you richard has, has there <laughs> been any other instances though where like an artist has caught one of your reviews and like reacted in a in a noticeable way uh, Danny Brown, man. Shout really? Out to Danny, man. Oh, really? Danny Brown. Danny is a, watches is a, a lot of reviews, man. Yeah, he he's fucking awesome, man. I fuck with Danny Brown for real. He's he's awesome. I loved his uh, old album. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he too. checked it out. He said, man, he enjoyed that. So, yeah, shout out to Danny. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Patrick's the only one for me so far. Mm-hmm. I, I'm 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 afraid to think about the other ones who have watched it and just haven't said mm-hmm. anything because. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I can be pretty mean sometimes, I think. True, true. Do, do, you, do you guys, <laughs> how do you feel generally about artists sort of watching reviews? Because, I mean, it's it's something I've thought about recently. And um, I don't know. I mean, I, I if, if I were putting out records, I could sort of see myself doing it. But only if, like, it was a voice that I super duper trusted because I knew that they had taste. Um, mm. at least that aligned with mine or a taste that I was familiar with or respected. Like, I don't, mm. I don't think I could just kind of randomly just jump about just reading or watching reviews from people who I, you know, I, I don't know. Um, at least I guess if I was familiar with that person, even if they hated what I was doing, I could kind of at least see or understand what they were coming from. But mm. there's just like so much, 
I guess, baseless hatred of everything out there on the internet that, I don't know, I think I'd much rather avoid it unless I knew it was coming from people who were actually fans of what I was doing. You know, at least then you know that they have like some kind of vested interest in what you do and that they're telling you that they don't like what you're doing from the standpoint of somebody who has enjoyed almost everything that you've done up until this point. Yeah. I mean, I think when an artist releases a record, it's fun, especially on the internet to gauge every possible reaction that you can, like just go as deep as you, you can into whatever shitty internet forum you can find and read every positive and negative reaction. Just, I mean, just to, to see, get, get like a general consensus on whether it's positive or negative. But yeah, I, I, I don't know so much if like an artist should just outright avoid the negative criticism or like j- avoid the, the uh, critics who, whose tastes don't align with their own. Because I, I mean, I think some of those people could have valid criticism too it, it doesn't always have to be just rooted in pure um, yeah, right. unvalid hatred true, true. you know <laughs> yeah true true very true i very i true. think uh you know in in the case of musicians and in the case of sort, sort of what we're doing as well i mean i think um as as much as it might be hard to hear negative reactions to what we're doing i think in a way we're kind of obligated to to at least hear out what people are saying because at the end of the day the the people who are reacting negatively are the same people who we were making videos when they were reacting to us positively right um mm-hmm. so uh, i mean even even if uh, uh they're mad at you for one moment i don't know i i, I think it's at least worth um humoring you know right. what 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 other people are trying to say to you mm-hmm. humoring's a good word I yeah, think. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and not in like a patronizing way, but you know, at least right. like hear it out and give it a, give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, I, I kind of feel like, uh, I, I, I want to ask you guys about, uh, how do you feel about just sort of reviewing more obscure stuff sometimes? Because I, I kind of feel Man. like it's worth, I mean, yeah. is, is, is curating important to you guys at all? Because I kind of feel like really, I mean, that's, that, that sometimes that's what I feel like is is the most important thing to me at the end of the day telling, because of yeah. just how much access everybody has to everything and you know the, right. we're not telling people like hey go listen to the new Jay Z record because I think it's great and the only way that you're going to listen to it is if you get your ass off the computer and you go buy right. it down at the CD store you know right. yeah. like now instead everybody's going to stream it whether or not you reviewed it at all and I kind of right. feel like the best way to make a connection with people is to get them to try out something that they wouldn't have otherwise. I'm telling you, that I love that's like some of the best stuff that I, I love about doing this is um putting people onto music that they didn't hear of, you know, in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, something that they've gotten, you know, from me, you know, specifically, that's awesome. I feel that it's very important because that broadens, you know, a listener's, you know uh it broadens their, you know, their ear, you know. It makes it, you know, more accessible to, you know, listen to, you know, better things, you know, more obscure things. And uh I get a lot of, you know, people, you know, telling me, you know, hey man, thank you for, you know, putting me on the FKA twigs or, you know, something like that. And that, you know, I think that's important, you know. Totally. You know, I think a lot of my own strawberry. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say that I think a lot of my own tastes has been defined by like that that rabbit hole of just following, you know, different music publications and mm-hmm. clicking on the ones that you've never heard of and listening to it and like I think it's totally important. 
Mm-hmm. Could, could you sort of see yourself working that kind of thing into your uh, into your repertoire, sort of like doing a completely yeah. unknown album every once in a while and having <laughs> it's it, it's kind of hard to introduce people to something knowing that you're only going to say like a sentence about it or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. That, it's got to be a I good sentence. It. Yeah. it has to be a good sentence and it either has to like really encourage somebody to listen to it or steer completely clear of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, I, I think my format makes it a little challenging just because it's so short that even I think despite how short it is, if it's something that literally only I have heard of, that I'm worried that people won't even click or care, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I, mean, I, I don't mean that like from like a personal thing, like I don't get the view. It doesn't matter. I just mean like I, I just actually, wonder if like it'd be worth the effort if, if anyone's going to even listen to this music that I feel so strongly about. All right. I don't and know. I, true, I, think, I think every once in a while it would be hilarious to just kind of like throw people off completely and <laughs> either, either, either give them a, a long review or just review something that was like completely unexpected. Because I mean, you know, you, you, you did give that Kamasi Washington record a fair shot, <laughs> even, though, even though it was three hours long. Uh, that is true. <laughs> yeah, no, I, there's some tricks up my sleeve. I'll figure something out. But, okay. uh, because I mean, you're, right. it's, you're, you're always doing something. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny just how surprising some of the stuff that you work into such a short amount of time, but kind of in that same respect, that's why I'm like surprised by places like five second films sometimes. Like, yeah. uh, they'll have these crazy sketches that are just five seconds long and I'll watch them and I'll be like, wow, that was just five seconds. Oh, I totally. feel like I saw like three different backgrounds or shots <laughs> story. And like, yeah, right? exactly. Like a whole story going. And I was like, that was really just five fucking seconds right now. Like it's, <laughs> it's so funny how much they'll pack into that short amount of time. And, and I think totally, a yeah. good example with you was that Algiers review that you did. Um, oh, where you yeah. had the uh, uh, keyboard pop up and you played the note and then it was F and you're like, this album gets an F and you played the note <laughs> and you're like, because for uh, F for finally those punks got soul. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I was, uh, that was a long week for me. <laughs> you were just like, Ugh, that was, this is such a long week and now I got to do this album review shit. <laughs> let's 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 just let's just get this done keyboard done we're done <laughs> well i i don't know sometimes when you're the most stressed or you're the most when, when when the time when your time constraints are their largest that's when you sort of come up with a really cool idea oh yeah i i know i've personally worked really well under pressure and i'm sure you guys both do too mm-hmm yeah, well, I mean, sometimes you have to drop an album review like ASAP. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm telling you. Because the thing mm-hmm. is, like, why, yeah, because because while people will, you know, sort of nag you for uh, not digesting the album in the way that they want you to, what they're really trying to say is that yeah. if if you don't think that what I think, that means you didn't digest it enough. Uh, <laughs> but you know, simultaneously, if you wait a, a week to put out a review now. It's it's like almost irrelevant by that point. Um, That's true. Yeah. Which I think is a little bit of a shame because there are so many records that have such great lasting power that get overlooked if they're not immediately covered, you know? True. That well there's that and there's also the fact that there are so many albums that um that come out in a week there's no way to review them all. Oh, you know? totally that too. I mean there's hundreds of albums that I haven't even listened to this year but I that's on a list, you know, 
two lists, and I probably never get around to all of them. Uh, there's there's one record that I know is out, but I haven't reviewed it yet. And part of the reason I haven't reviewed it is because the band is like, uh, and 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 you know I I don't I don't mean any ill will to them over this, but the band is like so obscure. Not not that they're like mm. really hard to find, but like uh, they just don't really I guess have a a strong following or at least a lot of crossover audience with me. And I reviewed one of their records like a few years ago, and I and I raved about it, but people still didn't really take to it. And is it Grave Babies? Yeah, it is. I know it. <laughs> and, 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 and the fact that the reception has been so quiet, I'm just kind of sitting here on the vinyl and I'm like, I'll, I'll get to this when I get to it. Because honestly, I really don't know how I feel about it right now. And yeah. um, uh, I just want to, you know, listen to it a little bit more before I give my final opinion. And I feel like I'm not really in a rush in the same way that I am when people are like, what do you think of the new fucking Tyler album? Blah! <laughs> and right. uh, i don't know i kind of feel like i uh, uh i have to uh feed that beast sometimes mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. because it just like you know sort of uh um not only because it just sort of makes sense for my channel but also because i think uh that's that that's another sort of part of what the reviewer does i think i mean you yeah. know it's it's important i think to try to make that connection with people and turn them on to stuff but simultaneously people want to gauge you know with you all the time and be like okay i heard this record i right. think it's this what does this guy think whose opinion i take really seriously mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that's the thing i like i like to um you know when i do my reviews when i do my reactions uh, i kind of leave you know some of it up for the viewer mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying to listen and go ahead and you know make their own decision on how they like it you know i say hey if you like if you like this you know you might like this and, you know, you might want to buy it later on, you know, and I just try to, you know, have them make their own decision on if they want to buy an album or not, depending, you know, on how it is, you know, to me. I don't want to, like, you know, tell people, you know, maybe you shouldn't, you know, do this. I mean, I try to, you know, say if you don't like this artist, you may not want to listen to it, you know, and just, you know, try to stretch it like that. But I much yeah. rather like, you know, you know, the art of the viewer to just go ahead and make their own decision on, you know, how they like the music. Well, whether they love or hate what you said, I think mm-hmm. I think sort of the significant thing about doing doing this kind of thing is at least you're causing the person who's reacting to you negatively or even positively to like actually maybe think a little bit harder about why they like it or why they dislike yeah. it so that maybe yeah. they actually feel like they have to defend the record in some kind of way. Absolutely. And, yes. and, and, and that's what I feel like is the hidden thing, not behind, you know, not, not the necessary thing about reviewing, but just the necessary thing about musical conversation. I think True. reviewing is just kind of like an extension of that. I think yeah. it's just kind of a, a drop in the bucket of that. And, oh, yeah. you know, on the internet mm-hmm. now, especially with hip hop uh, right now is, is, you know, just like a really huge, widely discussed topic, um, mm-hmm. especially on Twitter. I mean, the moment any artist does something wrong, I mean, it, even, oh, even yeah. this even this Meek Mill beef thing that, that mm-hmm. we just had um, right. as as mild as a lot of those tracks have been like mm-hmm. it was it was pandemonium. Oh, know, yeah. Just with how people <laughs> oh, yeah. are reacting to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's, it's it's just this really competitive art form, and um, yeah. So, sometimes I wish uh, rock was still like that. Sometimes, uh, right. a little bit. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I that would be cool. That'd be dope. Well, I mean, sure. I, I think I, I like the 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 sort of general consensus in rock music. Sometimes that you know, hey man, listen, it's all art. It's all mm-hmm. good. It's mm-hmm. all you know. It's it's all fucking gravy. But uh-huh. simultaneously, I kind of feel like 
there are some artists that kind of get by without doing anything challenging because they don't feel like they have to do anything better than the person who's next to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, and, and I kind of feel like even though that competition does lead to some migraine inducing uh, (laughs) trendiness in hip hop music, like, you know, everybody wants to be the next fucking Migos. Oh yeah. For example. Um, uh, I, I kind of feel like uh, sometimes some of the best creation happens, like we were just talking, within constraints, within boundaries, mm. and uh, uh, within within like kind of a focused area. And I think uh, uh, I, I think that that kind of competition uh, can be good for a genre sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, it makes things interesting, you know. And Definitely. also challenges the artist, you know. And it was also fun. I mean, everybody likes a good a good beef now and then, you know. Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. <laughs> So, um, for right now for both of you guys, uh, what, what, as, as it currently stands, um, what's, what's, what's going to be your album of the year? I mean, Quint, you've been doing this for, for well over a year now, correct? Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Couple so, years. I mean, you, you, you had like an album roundup or like your favorite mm-hmm. albums of the year, like previously, mm-hmm. um, oh, you know, so, sort of what's sitting on your favorites list so far at that, I mean, at that point top of, of the top of the list as far as your know, album's concerned is obviously going to be Kendrick Lamar for me. Yep. Um, he's definitely you know the leading runner. I mean, he had, I think, probably one of the most important albums of the year yeah. as far as just message is concerned. And you know, it was also you know also uh, challenging himself. I seen it seemed you know just you know to broaden his own horizon. Also you know not really try to put him in a box, if you will, as far as the sound is concerned, which is dope to me. So he definitely has you know top on my vote. Uh, yeah, same for me. Same for I, you, but do you have any sort of like, uh, <laughs> like album of the year sort of coverage popping up at the at the at the end of the year? Yeah. Um, who was that question directed for, to? For you, for you. I mean, this, oh, okay. this is this is your this is your first full year with the channel, and I imagine you're going to probably carry out through the rest of the year with it, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to, and I, I get I get anxiety about the end of the year list situation. I, I don't mean, the, the, your your first end of the year list is maybe the most anxious, anxiety inducing thing that you'll ever do. So oh, that just, is true. Just a heads I'm up. already losing sleep about and, it, and, and I'm sure you. and I'm sure it was the I'm sure it was the same thing for Quint too when he had to do his oh, yeah. first <laughs> year year end list. It's you you'll you'll be up all night with it, and you'll be like, I'm telling you, man. Oh man, stuff. And I don't even know how to do it in less than fifteen seconds. Like, what do I do? I, I dude, I, I think you should. I think you should maybe do a series of ten or fifteen second. Hey, this album's yeah, good. Right. Or just just do a bunch of like re reviews or something with different witty one liners. That, that's one good idea. And if that happens, I'm gonna pretend it was mine. Okay, Is that cool. That's that's All fine. Right. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Uh, that's, that's completely fine. Just, Hey, we're, we're, we're all, we're all trying to share in ideas here. It's just like that really crazy video with Jaden Smith that's going around online where he's talking about the stairs. Am I the I only person? Am I the only person? Jaden Smith? Jaden Smith. I'm the, really? I'm the only person what that's seen this video. Man, I think you might have only seen the video cause I saw a, a video recently from him. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Scarface? that was a song okay I, mean, I saw this video I saw last it, it was this weird like vine video or something and jane smith is just like talking into the camera in sort of the uh, weird crazy philosophical way that he does and, oh and it was it in black and white yeah it's in black and white yeah and he's I saw like that. I saw if i'm in the dark and i step a stair yeah, I know and the stair lights up 
And yeah. I look at Drake and he steps on a stair. I'm not going to be worried about Drake what other stairs part. are next to me. I'm going to jump on Drake's stair. Drake's stair and keep going higher. <laughs> yeah, I've heard people say that. And I'm yeah. just like, well, I mean, yeah, if you want to go where Drake is going, like, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, we're, we're, we're all allotted the same 360 degrees of, of movement in any direction we want to go. But if you want to go there because Drake is on that stair, that's, that's completely fine with me. Go, go do your thing. Uh, <laughs> I think deep down we all want to be on Drake's stairs. Probably, probably a, a, a little bit. I mean, it's I just little. why not? Drake is <laughs> not? just Drake is just such an anomaly to me. I'm like wrong. he's I've I've never seen somebody simultaneously see so much success, but also just be made fun of so blatantly. I know like, right? every day. Seriously, oh, over the place, man. <laughs> and and having a good week, though. And and when and when I see people making fun of him, it's like I don't even think they're really reaching that far to find funny things about mm-hmm. him. You know, yeah. it's like it's all stuff that's like just out there in the open and very true. obviously worth making fun of. True. Mm-hmm. True, true. And how embarrassing is it for Meek to be the guy who is Yeah, like, to get destroyed by to that get, guy. To get you know? made fun of more, yeah. <laughs> It's like kind of getting, you know, roasted by the dude with the suspenders. I mean, on the playground, it's just like you're wearing suspenders, dude. But but simultaneously, <laughs> the thing is, is that I think I, I think a lot of people who make fun of him like that are simultaneously mm-hmm. his fans. I mean, I think the yeah. way people sort of celebrate the stuff that they like now, sort mm-hmm. of like what you were talking about with that hate culture, is um, oh, yeah. is they make memes about it, you know, oh, yeah. and they make Absolutely. fun of it. Uh, the mm-hmm. fact that you know so much about this one thing that you know all of its flaws and you know the things to say to make fun of it also kind of shows how knowledgeable you are about it. Right. Whereas your average Drake hater probably doesn't know shit about him. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that is very true, man. But I mean, hey, Drake's making millions, so he must be doing something <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, t- typically, and, and this is a question I get a lot, and I'll make this one of the, the final questions over here. I mean, we, I, guess, I guess we already sort of know with you, Quint, because we watch your mm-hmm. videos and we sort of see it happen in real time. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, how do you guys typically end up sort of acquiring or listening to your music in general? I mean, are you using a lot of these streaming services everybody's using? Are you buying physical copies? Are you buying, uh, are you downloading MP3s online after you buy them in the, in the iTunes store on Amazon MP3? Are you pirating music? Well, oh God, no. What's the name? Um, if you say yes, I usually if you say listen, yes, the usually, feds will bust through your door right absolutely, now. Absolutely. Right. I'm telling you, I always <laughs> use iTunes, man. Oh, iTunes or Spotify. Um, I like to, you know, just, you know, give some type of compensation to the artist, you know, even if it is very little on Spotify, you know, just go ahead and, you know, listen to it on there and you'll be legit about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Same for me. I don't use iTunes that much, though, just because I'm, I'm cheap and poor, but uh, Spotify <laughs> and if I'm feeling really passionate about something or I'm really interested in something, I'll, I'll try to oh, buy it, add it to my record collection. It, yeah. Absolutely. I, I wasn't considering doing it. Well, I mean, I, I, I was going to make a video about it, but then I didn't because I was kind of out that week for a few days and I was putting up some videos that I had pre-recorded. But um, I don't know. I've been using sort of Apple Music a little bit, and I think I might hmm. end up subscribing to it when the trial is over. I think it just kind of makes really? sense for me anyway, yeah. for my job, because there are hmm. just so many records I need to review and there are so many records that people are like, oh, what do you think about this album? And I mean, in hmm. in that moment, I'm at least curious because I kind of feel like people are hitting me up from one music fan to another. And I feel like if somebody's really passionate about this thing, then, you know, enough to message me and be like, this is great. You got to try it. Then I don't (laughs) know. I should, I should at least like just try to hop on, on iTunes for Apple music for a second and just try it out. 
Mm-hmm. Totally. I, I was so against subscribing to Spotify for a long time because I, I was kind of like a purist about like having a amassed collection of music that I like right. owned. Sure. Yeah. So I feel. But like- uh, I, it was the same thing for me. I just like had so much I needed to listen to, and only so much time to seek it out and buy mm-hmm. it and download it. That like mm-hmm. it just made more sense to get a streaming service and get rid of my iPod. I can listen to whatever I want, whenever I want. And like, mm-hmm. I sound like a commercial, but you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Apple music, <laughs> same thing. I'm sure. Like I, I haven't tried Apple music yet. Cause somebody told me that it fucks up your iTunes and all the album art that you curate and stuff. So mm-hmm. it, uh, it does, it that. does screw it up on your phone entirely. It was, okay. uh, it, when I downloaded it onto my phone, I mean, iTunes is pretty much roughly the same now on my desktop or my laptop, but on my phone, it was a total goddamn headache because I had to sort of figure out from scratch how to use my iTunes all over again. And oh yeah. Now that I figured it out, it's okay. You know, I kind of prefer the old format a little bit, but mm-hmm. I mean, sort of the convenience of just being able to go on my phone and just listen to some record that somebody suggested to me on Twitter in a split second is kind of, you know, convenient enough for me to, yeah. And, and I don't know about you guys. I mean, you've both used Spotify and Mm -hmm. at least in my experience with Apple music, the music streams off of there a little bit faster. Like it Mm -hmm. just kind of seems Spotify Mm -hmm. is always kind of laggy for me. I mean, but I'm mostly using it on my desktop. Maybe if I was using it more on my phone, I'd see a difference. Interesting. I've never had any problems. Me neither. Not much. Oh yeah, I mean Spotify. When using it on my computer, I've always had like issues where it's slowing down. But now we're sort that of sucks. digressing into a bunch of crazy personal bullshit mm-hmm. that nobody really cares <laughs> right. about. So I think uh, yeah, yeah. I think I'll close this here and thank you guys for coming on. Man, I appreciate yeah. it, man. I appreciate the time. And likewise, um, thank you. And yeah, I will link uh, the channels to these guys down in the description, and uh, you guys can subscribe to them. Check out what they do. They have very different styles than me and uh, their own perspectives on the records I review and other records that are sort of outside of my radar as well. Again, Quint, Richard, thanks for uh, coming on. Thank you, man. Of course. Thank you.